Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched One of Us is Lying on Peacock. And we're back. And we're back. I'm sure they could tell, A, by the fact that they're listening to the podcast, and B, that we don't sound like dog shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, last week's episode sounded like dog shit. <laughs> I went back and listened to it through my podcatcher, and it didn't nope. sound good. <laughs> but you could understand all our hilarious goofs. <laughs> all two of them. <laughs> what did you think of One of Us is Lying? I think this was another show not directed at me. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. I don't, that's the, th I think the reason I said that the way I said it is I don't know that it's awful for what it is. It's just not a show I want to watch. Fair. The acting in it was fine. It was it fine for a bunch of 40 year olds playing a bunch of 20 year olds. Wait, I mean, they were supposed to be 18. The only, the only one who I thought did a halfway decent job was the one one that, uh, that did a good job. Uh, I just got finished saying they all did fine. I don't think you and I are on the same page. You're going to need to be more specific. Uh, the Brawlin or whatever her name was. Bronlin, the, yeah, the Bronlin. Main, who ostensibly was the main character. Yeah. Okay. The one who had a sister. Did she? Yeah. Okay. A younger sister who was the one that like showed her the. Okay. At the beginning. Is that important? I think so. All right. Well, do you want to tell everybody what this is about? This is about a couple, a bunch, uh, some high school students. <laughs> yeah. Four lying liars, but one of them is lying. I think there's more than four liars. There's a kid in this high school that runs a, they called it an app, but it seemed just kind of like a website. Yeah, it was like a blog. He runs a Gossip Girl. Yeah, he runs, he, do, he does, he he Gossip Girled it. Yeah, he does a Gossip he Girl. He does a Gossip Girl. Um, Everybody knows that it's him, but they don't really know it's him, but they definitely know it's him. Even, even though he's openly doing it in the cafeteria, in the cafeteria on his laptop. While using a VPN. I don't... So much about the, the secrecy of it was so dumb. He was using a VPN so that people wouldn't know it was him, but he was doing it in the middle of a cafeteria, leading me to believe he doesn't care if the students know, but he was trying to outthink the principal, but the principal flat out said, I don't care. Yeah. First Amendment rights or some shit. Like, he can say whatever he wants off of school grounds. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, he posts a bunch of gossip about people, and it makes him mad. And he's teasing some gossip that he's going to say this week at the beginning of this school year. Him and four other people end up in detention. And, spoiler alert, somebody kills him. Probably. Is that a spoiler? Uh, yeah, because it happens 30 minutes into the episode, I okay. guess. Spoiler for 30 minutes into this episode. I'm not ruling out that it wasn't just somebody who incompetently accidentally put some peanut oil in that water that he was drinking. <laughs> I guess. Which he was deathly allergic to. Mm-hmm. Literally. Then here, yeah, literally in this case. And then here's the other thing. 
it's not just that somebody killed him. It's also that this school is incompetent. And also this kid kind of had a death wish. If you have a deathly peanut allergy, you carry an EpiPen in your fucking pocket. Period. You don't like putting that in your backpack or in your locker or whatever. Sure, fine. But you carry one of those things around because it, it took five seconds to kill him. I think that they're gonna because the EpiPens were mysteriously missing from the nurse's office too. So I think they planned for the EpiPen access. I think the I think did. so too. But that's where I think the school is incompetent as well, and in that they don't have procedures to check for that sort of thing. So this guy who got killed, awful, right? Like, why is he doing these things? Just because leave he's everybody a douche alone. nozzle. He's yeah. a douche. I don't... I'm sure it, we're, we're going to get backstory, and it was implied a bit that he was picked on or something. Yeah. But I don't care. Like, you're a douche. And frankly, I think... <laughs> Him doing this as openly as it was, I'm a little surprised it's killing him, obviously, too much. I'm just going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and say killing a kid, I'm not for it. <laughs> but beating him up? <laughs> Did you beat him up a little? <laughs> so you're advocating for beating this kid up? More so than killing him? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. going to say that bullying... Better than killing. All right. You know what? I think maybe even better than beating him up. Medium shoving. <laughs> medium strength shoving. You know what might be even better than medium strength shoving? Yeah. Getting the kid to see a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But one that's like a little mean to him too. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Pushes him around a little as he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Trips him as he walks into the door. You coming back next week, punk? <laughs> I bet you don't, you fucking nerd. You're going to cry about it like you cried earlier? All right. First question. Board shorts? <laughs> what are board shorts? Uh, they're shorts that you wear when you, like, surfboard. Oh. That's why I didn't know. I think. I've never surfboarded before. Neither have I. What do you have? That was my first <laughs> note. <laughs> sure. As they were walking into the gym, the gossip girl nerd and his friend were walking in and he was just bitching about how the whole high school feels like it's auditioning for a John Hughes movie. Yeah. That was a little too on the nose. Yeah. Especially considering the detention scene. Looked like it was straight up ripped out of the Breakfast Club. Here's here's who I think killed him. I think they each took a paper cup and they each did a drop of peanut oil on the cup and then gave it to him. So murder on the Orient Express sort of thing. Yeah. I think we're going to find out that one of those gossips because at the beginning he he teases uh three or four different ones a straight a student that's failed a class or some shit i I don't even remember yeah that one seemed the most tame of all of them the varsity quote unquote varsity skank squad member that isn't as wrapped around her guy's finger as she's led you to believe and then bayview which come on that's the laziest name for a high school ever (laughs) Right. Um, it's most available felon. He's got so much dirt on him that his probationary officer is going to uh, bury him in it. Oh, also the uh, 
MVP's sweaty locker room secret, which led me to believe with the way he described it that he was a football player, but he's a baseball player. Yeah. Racist. No, it's not racist. It's so much as who in high school gives a shit about baseball. <laughs> it depends on what part of your country you're in. Like that, they say that kid moved halfway across the country for this program. I guess. I just don't think that baseball moves the needle in high school. For the rest of the high school, like he was wildly popular because he's so good. I'm not saying that there's not a very good baseball program out there. I'm sure there's plenty in high school or whatever. I'm saying that the rest of the school is it, it's like he's the f- fucking varsity captain of the football team team or whatever. The quarterback of the football team. Yeah, I wonder if it just has anything to do with his level of talent. Like he's being scouted for. So that's to, what makes him so popular. Not yeah. that baseball is all that. Like the second he's gone. The baseball program is going to fall to shit. Right. Nobody, nobody's yeah. going to care anymore. Yeah. Gotcha. I So three of those, well, all four of those, we think we know who they're about. You know, it's the people that ended up in detention. But I think that the straight A student one is a misdirect. I don't think it's about Bronwyn or whatever her name is. I think it's about her sister. Oh. Her, her younger sister. And maybe she knows that and she's still trying to protect her sister. I, yeah. So I think it's possible either she killed him protecting her sister or her sister killed him. And she's still protecting her sister. Yeah. And I thought that, I don't remember what point in time during this, um, but then I thought that even more strongly. So the kid goes into shock and they take him away on a stretcher. He hasn't died at this point in time. And we see during a little flashback that Bronwyn, I'm saying that's her name. I don't know if it is or not, took his laptop in her words, because she planned on giving it back to him after he got out of the hospital. And then it's after he dies, there's this whole thing about, she needs to get rid of that. Otherwise she's going to get implicated. She puts that in the trunk of her car to ostensibly go and get rid of it. And then later at the end of the episode, she goes to the trunk of her car because somebody has posted using that account again, only to find that the laptop is gone. And I, to me, the only person that has very easy access is her sister. Okay. Or her parents. Maybe it's her parents. Maybe her parents did it. Oh. They didn't want their daughter getting outed for having failed a class. (laughs) Here's what I don't understand. How does this guy gathering this information? Agreed. So, like, he's seemingly, like, omniscient. He knows everything about every... Like, this this gay baseball player with a um, steamy locker room romance? There's no fucking way he would know about that. Right. I So, that's where I think it was supremely dumb that people knew who he was. It would have made more sense to me if they didn't know who he was. He's a, he's a fucking like really quiet nerd in this huge high school filled with the very stereotypical John Hughesian like clicky sort of stuff. 
<laughs> it's very likely he could have snuck by unnoticed and heard a lot of shit, uh, been at parties where some of this shit happened, saw, you know, made it a point to to seek these things out. However, when it's a poorly kept secret that it's him, there is no world that he would have been able to keep doing this past a year. Yeah. That first year when he because we're seeing this now. Hell, the lead in this first episode made me think that I accidentally skipped the first season because they were talking about all these people that he had outed yeah, the same. year prior. Mm-hmm. That, to me, makes sense. Nobody knows it's him. Nobody knows that this is coming. But everybody knows it's fucking coming. How does all this information get outed to him? Yeah. Uh, even even the first... Even uh, if nobody knows that it's him, I don't see how he learns all this information. I think it's... You're seeing it from the perspective of the four students, whereas it's more likely there's 400 or 1600 or however many students in this high school. You're bound to get some if you're sneaky and like listening for this sort of shit, you're bound to get dirt on people. And then those are the people you post about. I'm not sure he went about targeting these four people. I'm sure he found out information and these four people happen to be yeah, who it was about. But that also still hinges on him. Like they wouldn't invite him to party. He would never like the second he showed up at a party, they'd kick his ass and send his ass home. Like every ounce of this was dumb. You really want this kid to get beat up? I want to kick his ass. I don't want him to get beat up. I want to beat him up. But to your point, we don't even know if the four people in the post are who the posts were actually about. Also, how they all end up in detention together? That's not a coincidence. Right. And we know it for how Bronwyn ended up in it from her perspective, which is that she got caught having a cell phone in her bag in a science class that turned out not to be her cell phone. Shit. Maybe it was the teacher. I already had that thought. And she wanted all these four shitty students to be around to witness his death. Why did you, Why do you think the teacher did it? Uh, just for the same reason, you remember when they had the Who Shot Mr. Burns thing and you got to call in and everything? I knew it was Maggie. I knew it was Maggie. And you know how I knew it was Maggie? Just like, oh, I was just like this. I was just like, oh, they're going to make it Maggie. They think they're so funny. And I was right. Okay. But do you think that they think that it's funny that the teacher did it in this context? I think that they think that it's clever that the teacher did it in this context. Okay. I think we need to back into, uh, I think it's time for episode two or episode 10 or whatever we want to call this, where the teacher's been revealed to have been the murderer. A, how did they get revealed? And then B, what was their motive? Why did they want to kill this kid? And why all this other sort of shit? And then after all that said and done, neither one of us are watching this show, right? Correct. We're absolutely looking up who actually did it. Yes. Okay. Because I don't want anybody that's listening to this podcast to also watch this show. Because it's not it's not very good. So the teacher did it. Here's, here's what I think. How she gets caught. So the, the four of them are working to figure out who is the murderer is. Because neither nobody wants to get blamed for this murder if they didn't do it or if they did do it really so they are throughout the series systematically eliminating each of them as suspects and they eliminate all for the fourth one as a suspect and then they're like 
oh man, we really gotta catch this killer because the killer's been leaving all these notes that another kid's gonna die on this date at this time. Uh And so they're against this deadline. They're like, but it's not any of the four of us. How could it... How how could the killer if the killer wasn't there and then they're like oh the teacher and so they're running because they're like oh and we only got a few minutes and they go in and they whip the door open and the teacher's like over a cauldron like stirring like a pot and she's like doing like a spell because she's a witch uh huh on the pot uh is just in giant really bold letters peanut oil she's planning to poison <laughs> every uh. <laughs> person with peanut allergies in the school she's gonna start there she's just gonna she's just gonna spray it into the vents and let nature take its course (laughs) because it turns out all the shitty kids uh that she hates we haven't worked out why she hates them yet but we'll get there i got no i'll have peanut allergies and this is just a really convenient way she was that's what the first one was it was just a test to see if this would work she didn't believe in peanut allergies (laughs) but now she definitely does I think that since she's a witch, she's like, how old? I conveniently ignored the witch thing. Yeah. <laughs> but she, you're really doubling down, so go yeah. on. She's like three or four hundred years old. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, reason she hates all the kids with peanut allergies is that um, she was married to George Washington Carver. Uh-huh. She used to be a peanut farmer. <laughs> yeah. It's wife. Yeah, right. <laughs> So so she hates them because they have peanut allergies yeah. and she thinks that this is her way of like natural selection. Like, right. <laughs> this is why this country has gotten soft. She, we can't have peanuts anywhere anymore. She still owns a share in the George Washington <laughs> Carver peanut butter factory. And she needs the very famous yeah. George Washington Carver peanut butter factory that has a public offering, like has publicly offered shares yes yeah okay got it uh and so she's gotta sell more peanut butter uh-huh. i mean so that's episode 10 what happens in episode 9 i got nothing man <laughs> maybe I, something with like the notes that another kid's gonna die i think that's been building i i think i think all the drama in this has been those notes have been happening all throughout the season yeah Right, so it's just been a T minus a hundred days or whatever, all culminating on January fifth. Okay, George Washington Carver's birthday. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the clue they need to figure out. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Is going on. <laughs> this podcast has broken me. Okay, so. They whip the door open and they figure out she's a witch. And they're like, how are we going to stop her? And then there's like a puff of smoke. That smells faintly. Faintly like cinnamon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's peanut witch, cinnamon wizard battle. And this is when we find out that peanut butter and cinnamon go together really well. Anyway, so it's like that, uh, only to find out that this is so this whole show wasn't actually a dramatization, like a drama show at all. It was an advertisement for a new 
Reese's flavor. I was going to say Pop-Tart flavor. Sure, Pop-Tart <laughs> too. And then it turns out, like, the whole thing's been incepted. The one of us that is lying was the show the whole time. <laughs> Whoa! And uh, they do it, and they reveal the flavor, and then they, like, do the whole promo for the flavor and, and say, like, coming in, you know, whatever date, and then at the credits January roll. January 5th, 2023, yeah, obviously. Go January on. January 5th, 2023, and then the credits roll, and then a guy just steps out into, onto the screen and goes, we're not really doing that Pop-Tart flavor, and then it just goes to black. Okay. We've never done this before, but there's a second season of this show. I know. So what's happening in the second season? Is it a new? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the Reese's now. You know, we've pitched. A, t- hold on. Before we go anywhere, TM, 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 TM. Because we've pitched a lot of good ideas to streaming services. This is the first really good idea that we've pitched <laughs> to a national candy brand. <laughs> And I just think that Reese's, you need to get at us. Yeah. Reese's, I would I would write that TV show for you. I would let you pay me a lot of money to write that TV show. I would let you pay me exclusively in Reese's peanut butter cups. I would like money, please. Uh, so let's look up and see who the killer is. What happened? One of us is lying. One of us is lying. Uh, the titles of each of the episodes is it's similar to Friends, where it's the one with whatever. Yeah, and it's simply one of us is, and then something else. Oh. The second episode is one of us is grieving. The third episode is one of us is not like the others. The final episode of season one is one of us is dead. Whoa. Holy shit. I'm just going to read the description for the final episode because I'm not going to spend 10 minutes looking through this trying to figure out who did it. Bronwyn, we were right. That was her name. Uses the money she was saving for college to help Nate post bail. Nate must have been the guy that had probation. Yeah. Okay. Together, the group confronts, confronts Jake about his text messages with Simon. Simon, is that the kid that died? Yeah. Okay. Jake claims he was chatting with a random user looking for information about his classmates. Several flashbacks reveal Jake knew Addie was cheating on him. Okay, so Jake was the football jock. And that Jake helped Simon plan a suicide attempt in which Jake would rescue him. In the... What the fuck? In the present, the group attends a Halloween party held at Jake's house to investigate. Addie betrays Jake and makes a copy of his text messages. He pulls out a gun and chases her into the woods. The fuck? Cooper arrives. Is he the baseball player? Probably. But is spotted by Jake, who holds him and Addie at gunpoint. He reveals he wanted to frame Addie by foiling Simon's suicide attempt because he wanted to kill the, quote, genius who really believed he could play me. Janae shows up and hits Jake with a bat. The four of them battle for the gun. Bronwyn and Nate arrive as Jake is shot and killed. Two weeks later, the news is reporting Jake ran away, but Vanessa and many others remain skeptical. What? At school, Addie, Cooper, Bronwyn, Nate, and Janae simultaneously receive text messages from a user named Simon Says who knows they killed Jake. 
<laughs> and so the second season is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah, it sounds like it. I st- I don't get... I don't get it either. I'm having to go back through other episodes right now to see. They did suspect the teacher at one point. They arrested Nate for... The fuck is going on with this fucking show? You gonna watch this show now? No, because I just had all of it revealed. So, based on that description, it seems like Simon staged a fake suicide and Jake was supposed to save him. But then couldn't save him because someone took his EpiPen? I don't I don't understand. Who is the killer on the show? Yeah, it was it was Jake. Jake did it. So he was lying. I which kind of sounds like all of them are lying, which means that the person slash titler of the show who says one of us is lying was really the liar the whole time. And honestly, that's the true crime in all of this. Right. And what if the one of us that was lying was the friends we made along the way? <laughs> the second episode in a row you've made that joke. Yeah, I'm really into that joke now. It's, it's just like my thing now. <laughs> sometimes the real joke is the friends that you've joked along the way. And sometimes the real joke is the podcast that I'm ruining by continuing to make this joke. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's a note. Okay. I 100% do not believe that those kids have any interest in going to a Charlie Chaplin movie festival. Right. Right. I'm sure there's one kid in that high school who's like nerding the fuck out about that festival. Those two kids were not the ones. <laughs> yes. Okay, here we go. After Jake learned about his girlfriend's betrayal, he decided to take revenge on her and asked Simon to post about her on his app. However, when Simon refused to be a part of Jake's revenge plot, Jake tried to trick Simon into orchestrating his own fake death to get a kick out of it. This is just some random website that I'm reading. So this take this next sentence with a huge grain of salt. Now, Simon might be an intellectual genius, but he was also obsessed with Jake. What the fuck was this show? The plan was to bring these four to detention by blackmailing Miss Avery with her secret. So that's why. I don't know what her secret is. And while the teacher was distracted by the jocks, Simon would poison his drink with drink with peanut oil. After the reaction, Simon would cry for help. Okay, so yeah, no, I was right. This It's dumb. It's still dumb. Jake would, they removed all the EpiPens so that Jake could be the one to save him for some reason. I still don't get that in all of these descriptions. Only to find out that Jake never had any intention of saving him and then just let him die. Oh, to frame somebody for murder. He wrote Addie's name on the register of the school infirmary as the person who removed the box of EpiPens. I'm not sure why you have a registry to have somebody remove. Anyway. My first question is, why even really use peanut oil? 
fake it. Because Simon is an intellectual genius. Uh-huh. And he knows that Bronwyn wants to be a doctor. Okay. And she would spot him faking it from a mile away because there'd be no swelling of anything. Okay. And you're a doctor, so you know... I know all about this shit. (laughs) I know so much about this shit. Oh, here's one of my favorite uh, pieces of dialogue from the show. One of them walks up to the other one and she goes, What are you? And then the other one goes, Doing here? And she goes, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think that she just forgot her line. And the other actress was like, doing here? (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. Man, that Nate kid during the show was a real fucking horn dog, wasn't he? Yeah, I hated that kid. I didn't like that actor. He he was just always trying to fuck uh, people on this show. It was a lot, especially for an 18-year-old. Like, even for an 18-year-old. Right. Also... I don't know a lot of drug dealers. Spoiler, I don't know any drug dealers. But I I, I don't know that they keep all of the drugs. He had all of the drugs in his safe. Every drug he had just ready to go in his safe. Oh, you, you think that drug dealers specialize more? I think to a degree. Otherwise, it just feels like a bit much, you know? Yeah, I don't know any drug dealers either. Especially high, that maybe that's the thing. High school drug dealers. There is probably an entrepreneurial drug dealer who just like has all the shit. He's like the Walmart of drug dealers. Right. But a high school drug dealer isn't going to have weed, cocaine, uh there were at least three other things in that safe I couldn't name because I don't know drug dealers, but you know what I mean? It it seemed to be excessive, especially for somebody who is on probation. Yeah, I agree. Um, to your point that he's trying to sleep with everybody, it, he also has just like some college chick texting him every day trying to horn up on him. Would just take take the W guy. <laughs> he was gross. He was gross for a lot of reasons, but that was one of them. His his just yeah. I don't know. He skeeved me. Oh, I also don't believe that these kids listened to Florence in the Machine or, yeah, or know who Florence in the Machine is. The person who wrote this show is a little too hipstery to be writing these characters. I don't I don't know. I don't know how how do you write high school kids? I don't know. You're either too old and you've lost touch and you have no idea what the fuck you're writing, or you're too wrong too young and you fucking suck at writing. Yeah, I can't like I can't tap into or remember the feeling of just like angst and dread that high school dramas lead me to believe that every high school is every high schooler is feeling all the time. Right. I believe that there are some that are feeling that, but not not just the angst and the dread. It's also it's we've talked. I don't remember what other show we watched recently where it was just a bunch of high school students that were way too well spoken. It was some other. It was the episode. It was the one where we watched the final episode. Oh right, they're just they're way too well spoken for high school students and way too socially conscious and not just self conscious. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, 
but maybe. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> I had like a branching tree of possibilities, one of which was very obviously it was the friends along the way. Um, but <laughs> the other was some uh, combination of us just being too old and out of touch. And maybe that's just how high schoolers really are now. Yeah. And I don't understand. Like, I, I, I understand that anxiety is a thing. I don't understand why a hundred percent of the world seems to have it now. Have you seen the world? I guess it's fifty-eight <laughs> degrees out right now, dude. Three days ago, it was negative twenty. Like, yeah, we're all a little fucking anxious. <laughs> I guess, but just chill out, everybody. Right? <laughs> Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> that a medicinal pot prescription would turn you into such a stereotypical stoner so quickly. You got anything else? I don't. You want to wrap it up? Thanks for listening to the episode one podcast with Michael and Eric. And check out our website. It's episode one podcast.com. That's spelled out O-N-E. Or you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, as at least one listener has found out, you can leave comments on our website for these episodes as well. It's shout out to you, Mo. I've been noticing that there have been a lot of comments lately. It's nice to know that somebody's listening. <laughs> We've gotten more? Uh, the, I mean, the couple that I sent you, and then there was at least one more, yeah. Oh, wow. Most of the one that's like seems to be a real person, right? I'm 99% positive that Mo's a real person, and the only way I will be 100% positive is if Mo responds to this verb, like... And this alone, I'm not going to post this in the the post at all. Um, just respond to this episode saying, "Yeah, I'm a real person." Yeah, that's it. And um, I don't know if I'd quite believe it then. So also do some complicated math. Just just so I know you're. Oh, computers can do math. Huh? Jesus Christ, Michael! I can't. <laughs> What's your hunk? I can't believe it took you that long to connect. He's a robot and <laughs> he could possibly do like really complicated math. So maybe post in like how a certain painting made you feel once. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> if you like the show, leave a reading a review. If you didn't <laughs> Tell us about how paintings make you feel. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>